You're listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go, a podcast that'll change how you think and change your life. I'm Willie Horton and I'm a psychologist. I've been helping people change their lives since 1996. Broadcasting from the French Alps and delighted to have you along. Let's take this week's step in the right direction. It may or it may not come as news to you, depending on whether you've been listening to this podcast for a while or not. But at just this moment in time, right now, all is well. At this moment in time, you're having a wonderful moment. It doesn't matter what is going on around you. It doesn't matter what state the world is in. And the world is in quite a state. It doesn't matter what challenges you have had thrown at you today. Right now, all is well. Indeed, right now, you have everything you need for the perfect life right now. Right now, for example, you have financial freedom. I deliberately home in on that because so many people get so wound up about finances. So many people over the years, and I've been talking to people doing what I'm doing now for over 27 years, so many people have said to me that they crave financial security or financial freedom. And as I have repeatedly told anybody and everybody who is hung up on that particular apparent obstacle. It's no such thing as financial security. It's no such thing as security, full stop. The earth could implode in five minutes time. That's no point in looking at anything from that kind of morbid perspective. But the fact of the matter is, as I quoted a couple of weeks ago in quoting a an online program owner, a client of mine, he said, I am taking and I'm appreciating this breath. And I appreciate it because the next one isn't guaranteed. There's no such thing as security. There's no such thing as financial security. The number of people who I worked with as clients back in the early 2000s, I started doing this in 1996. But, but the people I worked with as clients in the early 2000s who were so sure that they had managed themselves into a position of financial security because they had huge amounts invested in what might be described as blue chip stocks, a sure bet, an investment where nothing could go wrong. They had all their money in banking shares. And then along comes the banking crisis of 2008 and all their shares are worthless or near worthless or in some cases actually worth zero. And some of these people had their pension money in banking shares. They thought they were financially secure. There's no such thing as financial security, but there is such a thing as financial freedom. It's real because it is a state of mind. All being well in this moment is an understanding of the fact that through experiencing this moment, through appreciating this breath, through marveling at the wonder of breathing in and out of the universe, at this moment in time, I know that I have everything I need, absolutely everything I need. Now, the interesting thing is that most people are consumed 
by wanting stuff that they don't have right now. In other words, they're not living in the moment. They're living in a constant state, either of anticipation or dissatisfaction. Or most people care too much. Now, there's an interesting one. It reminds me of the movie, I Care Too Much. I'm not going to go off in that particular direction. The title of the movie was very much tongue-in-cheek. But people care too much about all kinds of things. They care about what other people think of them. We've already talked that one to death. They care about the job that they crave. They care about, as I said a minute ago, the financial security that they crave without understanding that they're actually financially free right now, regardless. I'll come back to that in a couple of minutes. They care so much about getting what they want that they try so hard that they trip themselves up when all they would have to do is actually do just what they need to do and no more to allow what is best for them, quote unquote, fall into their lap. Now, I've heard that expression so many times over the last 27 years where people say, what I was looking for, I got it, and it feels like it just happened. It felt effortless. It felt almost like magic. Now, they are program owners or clients' words describing the experience of achieving their objective, if I can use those words, achieving their goal, don't like that word, but there you are, or experiencing the joy of having arrived, actually experiencing a perfect moment because they have got something that their heart desires. And in every single case, when it happens, it feels like it just happened. And it just happens when they have, and this is a quote as well, gone beyond caring. We care too much. We go into interviews. I've worked with a lot of people over the years who have been preparing themselves for interviews. They go into interviews so wound up, so I must have this job, this job has to be mine, that they make a complete and utter mess of the interview because what are they doing instead of being at the interview? They're worried about whether or not they're making the right impression. Now, if you're worried about making an impression, I can guarantee you, you're making at least no impression at all, which is possibly even worse than a bad impression, because if at least if you made a bad impression, people would remember you and they'd notice you. But seriously, if you are worried about making the right impression, you're making no impression because a divided mind always fails. Your energy is being poured into whether or not you're making the right impression instead of just doing your thing. As I said a minute ago, just doing exactly what you need to do and no more. We don't need to do half the stuff that we tie ourselves in knots worrying about. We simply need to turn up to the here and now, because when we do turn up to the here and now, we realize that in this moment, all is well. And that lifts the weight of the world off your shoulders, lifts all the cares of the world. And you just are in the moment. You are in flow, as the University of Chicago would have it. 
as high-performing athletes would say, you're just in the zone. And when you're in the zone, you do exactly what you need to do and no more. And because you're doing exactly what you need to do and no more, it feels effortless. And neuroscience would actually say, neuroscientifically, neurally, it is effortless. But actually, the key thing is the experience. It actually feels effortless. It feels like what you need is simply happening for you. Contrast that with the normal state of mind. The normal state of mind where people are worried about finances. I said I'd come back to finances in particular just a minute ago. Where people are craving enough money. Now, unless you're actually starving today, you have enough money. I can say this hand on heart. Now, I don't need to go into all the details, although some people like the details because they like stories, not of people's misfortune, but of how people have not overcome misfortune, but simply rode that horse and won that race. Because many years ago, myself and my wife owned a company that was snatched from us through illegal means. As I said, you don't need to know the details. And on the day we discovered that that was the case, we had one euro and 58 cents in the bank. We had enough for that day. On that day, when we discovered what was actually going on, because it was entirely illegal, now, unfortunately, our lawyer said to us, if you have another quarter of a million to throw at the law, um, be my guest and sue these guys. But otherwise, forget it, because the law is an ass. You need to have a quarter of a million set aside that you can afford to lose. We'd already lost our company, which our share of which was worth a quarter of a million. But the key point I'm making is, rather than panicking, I recollect coming off a call and Lisa saying to me, is what I think is happening actually happening? And I said to her, yes, it is. And she said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to meditate. And within 24 hours, this is as true as I'm sitting here. Within 24 hours, we had a new piece of business for 18,000 euros. We had got a gift from somebody that you'd never expect to get a gift from of 20,000 euros, and on and on, the money just flowed. People put the financial cart before the horse. People get stuck on the notion that they need a cartload of money, and therefore they try to push that cart up a hill. As somebody said to me recently, it's like trying to push water up a hill. It's an impossible task, and it is actually an unnecessary task, because all, all you have to do is put the horse of living this moment to the full in front of the cart, and the horse, knowing that all is well in the moment, will trot along at its own pace, just doing what it needs to do, and no more, and everything else will flow from that, including money. 
Why am I dwelling on money? Because most people are obsessed with not having enough of it. It's as simple as that. Or most people are worried that if they don't get the job that they're looking for or the job they know or think they need, they won't have enough money. I recollect, and most of my program owners will know the individual that I'm talking about here because he said it for real on one of our Wednesday evening Zoom conversations. I recollect somebody who got his dream job, it quote unquote, fell into his lap when he casually went to an interview because he had nothing else to do that Friday morning with an attitude, and this is a quote, that uh, I'd gone beyond caring. In other words, he just turned up and did his thing. How many of us don't turn up at all? If you don't turn up, you can't do your thing. Uh, Harvard, University of Chicago, many other august academic bodies would say 96% of people don't turn up. They have this divided mind that I talked about earlier on. They care too much. They want too much. They worry too much. As a result of which, they try too hard. And they get nothing that would simply flow to them if they stopped trying. It's as simple as that. It is as simple as that. What do I need to do to allow all good things flow? I need to turn up to my own life in the here and now. I need to appreciate the experience of my own life in the here and now. And through that turning up and appreciation and complete and utter awareness as a result of having turned up, I just do the right things and no more. It's so easy. If you look at your to-do list, and, and not most normal crazy people have to-do lists, if you look at your to-do list, I reckon there's probably nine-tenths of the stuff that's on that to-do list that either shouldn't be there or you could cross off, or both. I recollect having a conversation with a leadership team in a multinational organization a number of years ago, and I asked them to put down on a flip chart a list of all the things that they shouldn't be doing. And at the end of the exercise, 12 apparently grown-ups said that if they stopped doing all of the rubbish, quote-unquote, that they had written on the flip chart, they would have three extra days a week. Imagine what you could do with three extra days. Imagine what you could do in terms of having more time with your family, uh, and I've picked on that one for a very simple reason, because that leadership team were under such pressure, self-imposed pressure as it turned out, they were under such pressure that they weren't spending the right amount of time with their family. They were moaning about that, which of course was further dividing and fragmenting their mind, which means it didn't matter what their best efforts were, they were just efforts. They were trying too hard. It's part of the human condition. It's part of the way we are wired. But it's only part of the way that we're wired until you make a choice. Now, you and I have been making choices all of our adult life. I've qualified all of our life by inserting the word adult there, because when we were young and impressionable, we didn't have the requisite 
understanding of what was going on to choose whether to do something or not to do something or to choose to be impressed by something that would hinder me in later life. We've talked about how, particularly during the third year of our lives, we take what are known as psychological snapshots that repeat in later life to enable us make it through the day not to succeed or be happy or appreciate our lives or appreciate that all is well, but just to make it through the day, to survive. We're wired for survival. So it's only after the age of 12 or 13 that we started making choices. And every moment of every day of your life, since you were 12 or 13, you have been making choices. As a result of which you are where you are. You are where you are as a result of every single choice that you've made. You are where you are as a result of every single thing that you did or failed to do up to now. But none of that matters because right now, all is well. Because right now, if you make a choice to be present in the moment, you will know that all is well and you will know through the awareness that you have of having turned up to your own life in the here and now, you'll know exactly what you need to do. Not even to get to where you want to go, but you'll know exactly what you need to do to experience all being well and spread that joy. I'm going to quote another corporate client from a number of years ago, who was the head of a manufacturing plant, a very old manufacturing plant where something went wrong not just every day, but every hour of every day. It was absolute chaos. And she told me that her job as the head of that manufacturing plant was to come in in the morning and spread the calm and spread the joy. Because the place was so old, stuff was bound to go wrong. But unfortunately, normal people being what they are, when stuff went wrong, everybody panicked. And of course, that made everything worse. Or let me put it in less dramatic language. When something went wrong, everybody reacted. And a reaction will always make everything worse. What we need to do is act. That's what we've been talking about for the last 15 minutes. When I know where I am and I know what's going on, I can act. If I am not where I am, then I will always only react. So we're talking about action based on presence of mind which is all based on the choices that you make. Let's explore this further. I talked to somebody a couple of weeks ago who said he was frustrated. I said, that's a choice you make. Someone else told me they were angry. Someone else, they were lonely. Someone else that they care too much. And in each case, and they knew it was coming, because they've been talking to me or listening to me long enough, I said to them, that's a choice. It's a choice you make. You're not angry. You've just chosen to think you're angry. But in doing so, boy, do you feel angry. Boy, has your blood pressure gone up. Your heart rate has probably gone up. And if you're not careful, you'll kill yourself. People who are lonely. No, they're not lonely. They're alone. But they have made a choice to think about how that feels and how much better they would feel if they weren't alone. It's all thinking noise in their own head, but the result of that noise is they feel lonely. 
their heart rate goes up, their blood pressure goes up. They're not fit to eat properly. Their digestive system gets messed up. I was talking to somebody a number of years ago. Indeed, indeed, I was talking to somebody else about exactly the same thing a few weeks ago. This person said to me, my God, I need a woman. It wasn't quite like that. It's a bit like, um, you know, nobody ever said, play it again, Sam. That wasn't actually said in the film Casablanca. So the exact words I've just uttered are a summary of this individual's feelings and conversations over a number of uh, weeks with me and over a number of preceding years with himself. My God, I need a woman. He cared too much. Then he got a new job. Then he got consumed by the new job. And he was having such a ball just doing a job that he absolutely loved. The one evening, he walked into a hotel to make a speech for his employer. And when he wasn't thinking about it, bumped into the girl that he married. It fell, or she fell into his lap when he wasn't thinking about it, when he wasn't trying anymore, when he was in the zone, when he was in flow. When he turned up to that moment, because he loved his job so much, he turned up to that moment, body and soul, and he just did his thing. He was just doing what he needed to do and no more. And his heart's desire was almost presented to him. Things happen for you when you turn up. Things happen for you when you make the choice to turn up. When you don't make the right choices, because as I said a few minutes ago, you are where you are as a result of every single choice you've made up to now in your adult life. When you're not making the right choices, you think things are happening to you. Let me go back to the brief anecdote that I talked about a few minutes ago with regard to the cowboys who took our business, I suppose, many years ago. That happened for us. Because... If it didn't happen for us, I wouldn't be sitting here where I am in the French Alps talking to you. Every single thing along the way happens for us. If we're in the right state of mind, if we've turned up to the here and now, if we know what we are doing and know what we need to do and no more. That's the key message coming out of this. We only need to do what we need to do. So in this moment right now, no doubt, like mine, your life is full of challenges. No doubt, like mine, your life is full of things that could frustrate you, would frustrate a lesser man or woman, if I could put it like that. No doubt, your life is full of ebbs and flows and ups and downs. That's the nature of everyday life. But moment to moment, we can choose to get frustrated. We can choose to be overwhelmed. We can choose to get annoyed. We can choose to feel that the world is against us. We can choose to see our glass half empty rather than our glass half full. We can choose to say to ourselves, I'm not going to have enough money in six months' time when you have enough money now because all is well right now. Or we can choose to appreciate this breath wholeheartedly 
and in appreciating this breath wholeheartedly, realize right now all is well. Now, where you are now in your life, as we said a few minutes ago, is as a result of everything you did or failed to do in every now up to now, of every choice you made or failed to make up to now, right now. But that doesn't matter. What matters is that you make the right choice now. Let's explore that for just a moment, because as I just said, where you are now is as a result of every choice you made or failed to make. The choice I'm talking about is a deliberate choice. It is a choice that can only be made through being aware. Because we've never failed to make a choice in our lives. What we fail to do is make a deliberate choice in our lives. When we're using our minds normally, like 96% of people are, we make choices automatically. You could almost say that our choices are made for us by the automatic pilot that enables us to survive. But that would be a dereliction of duty. It would be an abrogation of our responsibility to take charge of our own state of mind. If you allow your automatic pilot automatically choose the wrong choice for you, it always will because it's an automatic pilot running old programs. If you allow that happen, that is a choice in itself that you have made. We're choosing all of the time. And in choosing to be present in the here and now, in choosing to experience the here and now, I immerse myself in the here and now. I don't need to have a debate with myself even as to whether all is or isn't well, because I'm so immersed in the here and now, I'm just realizing that in this moment, as I take this breath, all is wonderfully well. I'm here. I'm alive. I have the opportunity to just do all the things I need to do and no more in this moment. And I don't need to worry about the next moment. And I don't need to start thinking about what I have to do next week or whether I have something that I think is difficult to do tomorrow. I don't have to do any of that because I'm not there tomorrow. I'm here now. We've only one choice to make in life. And if you develop your awareness, it's an easy choice. However, the choice needs to be made every now. I am aware. I choose to be aware. The interesting thing is, however, and everybody with whom I work will confirm what I'm about to say. Once I start getting into the habit of choosing to be present, of choosing to be aware, it grows on me. And it doesn't just grow on me in some habitual psychological way. The neural pathways that I use to make that choice themselves grow. They grow in me, as a result of which making the right choice to be present in the here and now, to be aware of what's going on, to be aware of just what I need to do, doesn't just grow on me, it grows in me, and it becomes, I was going to say second nature, it becomes my natural way of living my life to the full, of embracing my life, 
and realizing that I don't need to worry about anything. I don't even need to wonder about anything. I just need to turn up to the here and now and embrace the wonder of being alive in the here and now. That's it in a nutshell. You've been listening to To Succeed, Just Let Go. To get involved, join me in my Facebook group, strangely enough called To Succeed, Just Let Go. And for more information, visit www.willie-dash.com.